The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone, all of you intentional spirits out there. And wow, has there ever been a, a greater demand on our planet like to really check in and, and make sure that we are being intentional with our thoughts, with our emotions, with our prayer work. We're having lots of practice time uh, right now. Here we are, uh, September the 20th, 2017, and we are in the midst of... Uh, storms that have left, storms that are coming, and the the earthquaking um, in various places. And so I feel so grateful um, at this particular time in our evolution that I am surrounded by greatness and great people like you. Um, I feel privileged of knowing that in the midst of our previous storm, Irma, that so many of you offered your prayers and your care and all of that. I wanted to talk more about current times today and uh, kind of step into that a little bit. You know, what we have a sense about with personal storms, with, with nature storms, and also um, the alignment of nature and how nature is always teaching us how and giving us the clues. Um, and yet the key thing, I believe, is that it's inevitable and we are encouraged that we need to listen so I wanted to bring on um, someone that's very near and dear to my heart. She's a She used to be involved in filmmaking and now has dedicated um, so many years of her life to cause-related issues uh, by authors and orators and leaders out in the field. She is a dynamic publicist. I've had the good pleasure of her being mine. Um, she connects with people all over the world, and she is tuned in and tapped in and turned on, as they say, in the teachings of Abraham. And so I welcome today Dia Chandra Hunter. Thank you for being with me. Thank you, Temple, for having me. This is a very special experience for me to be with you. Well, you know, actually, I've been thinking about one of your uh, well-known authors, uh, Patricia Corey. I've been, I've been thinking about her a lot lately with all of the um, energy going on out in the ocean and all the work that Patricia does with the dolphins and the whales. And not everybody seems to be tuned in to being able to hear them and hear their melody and hear their sound, but Patricia does. So she's just been on my heart lately, and uh, we need to get her on the show real soon because I'm sure she has a lot to say about the various things that have been occurring in our in our world these last uh, six weeks or more. Absolutely. And it's so beautiful that you're thinking of her because just this very morning she and I were emailing. So it's uh, we're all connected and it's very beautiful. We're all connected. Um, I thought for a, a warm-up um, that we I would talk about a, a story that I actually did on Sunday and it's about these four uh, college students. They're juniors, and they are doing very well in chemistry. And they have to have an exam at the beginning of the week. And so they decide they're going to drive away, and they're going to have a party. They're just going to have the time of their lives. And they get there, and they're having so much fun that they decided to write the professor and tell him that, they were en route to come back on Monday to take their test, and they had a flat tire. And would he please excuse them and delay their exam by a day? And he said, absolutely no problem. And so he, they come on Tuesday, 
and he sends them off in separate places, and they look at the tests. And the first question is worth five points. And it's a chemistry question, and because they were so smart, they had no problem answering it. The next question was worth 95 points, and the question was, which tire was it? <laughs> and so I, I love that. I love that story because so much of our uh, self-helpers' lives is about, you know, the, the concepts, what we know, um, our principles, what we believe, our faith, our intuition. I'm not making light of that at all. It's, it's, it's our life practice. It's what we do not every now and then. It's what we do all the time, daily, um, in its practical applications. But when, when the rubber meets the road, when there's things that catch us off guard, um, it's really the 95 points that matter in our lives. Are we really practicing what we've learned? Mm, are beautiful. we really addressing are we addressing a hurricane are we addressing an earthquake are we addressing these situations coming our way with standing tall about our principles with unwavering belief in prayer and prayer working both in the midst and in the after effects and all of those things and and certainly I'm not talking at anyone I'm into that same quandary myself, that same pondering. Um, I felt that too when um, Irma was so scheduled to come here. And I even shared that story with you on, on the telephone that it was very interesting because I really had to stand by my intuition um, because that intuition has told me before I've had paid trips to go somewhere in other countries. I've had opportunities to be involved with different programs and a lot of different things, not to impress anyone, but to impress upon you that I have had this intuition that when it says no or guides me, it's it's pretty powerful. And I don't even understand it at the time. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, yeah. it doesn't make sense at the time. Like you did what? Why would you turn down? You were already set. You were going to Brazil and you had the group going with you, and the group was even upset with me when I told them, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being guided not to go. And I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I teach you to follow your inner guidance. Who would I be if I didn't? You know, let's, let's yeah. get real. And, and with the intuition of uh, Irma, for me, I got very clear that I was to stay here in the city and that I was to stay here literally on the grounds of the campus in which I have the good pleasure of serving. And that was what I knew for sure. And I don't have to tell you how many people thought I, you know, was out there, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, because yep. they could believe that. Are you kidding me? That's the decision you're making. And it's like, yes, because you don't throw away your 95 points when it really matters to you. Absolutely. You don't. You stand by it bravely and boldly as best you can, right? Absolutely. You have such beautiful intuition. It's so strong and clear for you. And I know there's a lot of people out there, um, myself included, who are not quite as far along in the trusting of intuition and would you say that it's like a muscle and that the more you use it the stronger it is and or is are there some uh, pieces of advice you could give us to help us grow ours to be anywhere near as beautiful as yours well thank you and and yes i i think that when you said that i found myself getting kind of emotional <laughs> because I, I think of the, uh, the teenage girl that I knew that was in me that didn't listen and um, how chaotic and, and, and how that included so much crisis management. I think that part of it, the biggest aha that anybody could have related to intuition is to realize that you're born alone and you die alone. That's just 
on a soul call, that's what happens. You're you're born, you you come alone. I mean, even if you're a twin, your soul or a triplet, your soul is on its own, right? And you mm-hmm. exit alone. And what you have between the beginning and the ending is that it's the ability to trust yourself. And that's not always easy in a society where we are surrounded by distractions and we are surrounded by programming. It's like somebody the other day said, it's wonderful that they call the news programming because that's what it does. It programs mm. people. It, it programs people to, this is what you need to do and you need to do it now. And this is what you need to take and you need to take it. Cause if you don't, you're not going to, you know, be a certain age and you're not going to be this and you're not. So we're started out early on either through education or, uh, traditional medicine and those kind of things, we are started out being programmed to not think for ourselves, to not inside think, you know, for ourselves. And so that being said, what I'm totally convinced of now, this year, this time, you know, let's talk three years from now, we can still check that, is that what I know for sure during the midst of any crisis, during the midst of any storm, During the midst of anything personal, I may endure. The one unwavering thing that I have is that I can trust myself. I'm here for me, you know, because i that's what I count on. Because people that trust themselves trust their creator. People that trust themselves aren't afraid of a creator, don't feel separated from creation. They have respect, they uh, have admiration, but there is an inclusiveness that we're in this together because ultimately how I view me is how I view what made me. We, we, we can't separate those two things. You know, they can't be separated. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a person that says, oh, man, I love ham sandwiches. That would not be me because, you know, I'm vegetarian, but I love ham sandwiches. I just love ham sandwiches. And then you go, well, what do you put on it? Well, I don't like the bread. Um, I don't like mayonnaise and mustard, and I don't like the other condiments. Basically, I just love the ham. Well, when people say, oh, I love my life, I love my life, and yet they don't love all living things, regardless of, of color or gender, or uh, creation, whether it's a reptile or something that flies or something that crawls, you you you, you don't get to be on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just mm-hmm. if you love your life, then you love all of life. Because when you pick and choose what lives you love, you're picking and choosing that causation of life within you. So that's. Part of that is is that, and like you said so eloquently, Dia, it's about it's a muscle, and it it requires the practice of it, and and really working with inner listening. It's not always the popular choice. It's certainly not guided for to be concerned about selling a lot of books or CDs or MP3s or you know. It's about the intuition that gets you there. I hope that's helpful. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, I don't want to jump off of the hurricanes and earthquakes too quickly because I think that, you know, humanity, all all of the our brothers and sisters on this planet and all living beings, of course, you know, are really, really being challenged right now with this. And I, I understand that I didn't hear it myself, but Richard Branson was on CNN recently and talked about, you know, these hurricanes, it's just the beginning and it's global warming. And, you know, I tend to agree with that. And, you know, I don't know about that it means that we're going to have a whole bunch more of these catastrophic events, but I'm just wondering, you know, what other tools can we share with people? Because I do feel that there is um, a sort of a higher level of fear going on with humanity right now more than, than 
maybe ever or certainly more than usual. And, you know, I'd love to just share, have you share a few more ideas for how to deal with this stuff that comes through the news. And, you know, of course, it's a wonderful opportunity for us to amplify our prayer work. Um, But beyond that, um, you know, what other tools can we share with with everyone to be helpful at this time. Well, I, I think if we if we just strip some concepts down and 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 we look at uh, in an individuation type process, um, I'm sure that uh, those of you that are listening and I love it when you make your comments. I love when you forward our show to people because you're the reason that our show our show has become so popular and successful, and I'm very grateful for that. And we're getting some comments now. Thank you. Um, that being said, I it's, I like to, um, when, I'm, when I'm talking about things that way, because I am a part of the ocean, but I am not the ocean. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I yeah. like to stay real clear with, with where I am and my opinion and those kind of things, because I, I am an influencer. So if I break it all down, then what I feel for sure is that if I look at my own life and how within nature I've had personal storms, and those personal storms are things that, unlike a hurricane storm, we don't get you know 10 days' notice that they're coming or not. Often personal storms, they just like jerking the rug out from under you or, you know, someone close to you dies or you have this tragic thing or um, you walk in and you're told you no longer have a job or, you know, there's lots of things that are those personal storms. And and when they happen, there is such a stripping away and sense of the the real knowing that I absolutely have no control at all. You know, and I'm, I'm sure that those that are listening have gone through that kind of dark night thing in your life, if not once, a number of times. And, and you go through this, this uh, rug is taken out from under you and everything that you felt was comfortable and the norm, whatever that means, is no longer there. And so there becomes then this opening, this awakening that all of a sudden you do get to the core of who you are and what matters. And when I'm listening and I'm practicing listening to things, um, insights and things that I have, fortunately, I don't tend to need or have or co-create whatever language or platitudes one wants to use to have those broader crises, right? Yeah, am mm-hmm. I making sense? Okay, because yes. as you know, our show's unplanned, so we're just kind of going with it. But I don't tend to have those extreme highs and lows that I used to of the storms in my life. It's more even kill, and I, it's a whole different kind of thing because I'm kind of listening. I'm kind of making self-corrects as I go along. In our uh, planet that we live in, nature has been teaching us, reaching us for quite some time. And to me, it's like we do what we tend to do in our humanity is we get shape-shifted by, well, it's not global warming, it's this over here. Well, I don't really believe in global warming, do you? It doesn't really matter that we spend the rest of our lives arguing you know, whether I'm a Republican or a Democrat or whether I believe in the word global warming or not, there is definitely something that is crying for us to pay attention and to make changes. And that's where so many of us know those changes, they need to be made because we are getting called. We are getting pulled, and it is evident that it is something that is now, in its bigness, is getting our attention. Now, the question is, how is it changing us? You know, Mm -hmm. and and of course, there's, 
a whole show of what people are going through that they, you know, woke up the next day, they have no home, they have no roofs, they have no clothes. And all of the things of people saying, you know, I've been looking for a cause, but I don't know what that would be. Well, there's lots of things that you can pick from right here, right now, all going around. And so we look at how has this changed us? What are simple things we can start doing now? If you live off plastic, change that. Get water filters. If you, you know, are a throwaway, stop doing that. If you are an over-consumer of things you don't need, stop that. Give that to the people to help them balance. Um, there are all different ways, I think, right now. Even now, as we're on this show, you and I, Dia, before we ever started, we're holding in prayer all of our all living things that are in Puerto Rico and outside of those areas and everything with the, the current storms and with Mexico City and the, yeah. and the earthquakes. Well, one of the things that, um, and I'm a little windy today, um, sorry, but <laughs> no I guess because I've been so excited about this is that I think that we have reached a critical place in our evolution that we are now starting to really ponder and experience and witness those 95 points that I started out with in my storytelling. Because even though a lot of us have been into uh, social activism and caring and being difference makers and those kind of things, there has something that has dramatically changed within those of us that are more awake that, I don't think we will return into some of the places that we have been before. I think we will remain in action this time, right? Yeah. Um, But if you are a person who is into the practice of a principle-based belief and a consciousness, more than ever before, it's a time to... To be a person that everything and everyone isn't going to influence you in what you think. Now's the time to, if you don't feel clear, to get clear. You know, Mm -hmm. if you feel confused, allow yourself to understand the depth of the inner knowing within you. Because you, as much as we benefit from being informed, we do not want to let breaking news break us. Because it will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Thank you so much for all of that. Very, very helpful. Um, And I think just taking it one little step further um, in looking at why people today are feeling so disconnected and drained um, and and many of them rather than feeling energized or vibrant. And you are absolutely, you know, the queen of vibrancy, in my opinion. Um, But what can we share with your audience um, today? You know, because there are so many things that are, it feels like almost attacking the soul to, you know, to be drained and disconnected rather than the energized and vibrant. And... um, I'd like to explore that a little with you and and see what other gifts we can share about that. Well, you know, one of the things when we when we look at you know what we know for sure is is that we would talk about uh, a collective race consciousness, and when um, when there are things that are happening um, across our world whether we are consciously aware of it or not, we are tuned in. And it it's not really common sense if we don't think that, that we are. I mean, mm-hmm. if we're saying a butterfly wing can move in Australia and it impacts something here in the States, surely we've got to know if um, so much of, of the Keys is, you know, uh, devastated if Barbuda is almost pretty much a non-existing island. If we have joined millions of people tuning in, and some people tune in and never leave the television set or the screen or the iPad or whatever they're watching, and they see this big icon 
you know, that's bigger than a state or an island or whatever. Um, we, we must realize and take responsibility for, for our position with that. There is always the need to be informed. But yet at the same time, we must be aware of our emotional body and what we carry. Because with a thinking, practicing, um, metaphysical person, that comes with great responsibility, immense responsibility. So it's time to, in those spaces, to be the leader of, you know, not the person that that falls apart. Um, That is um, what I would say about the practice is that you really can't, transform and transcends those energies of feeling disappointed for the people uh, for you know great empathy great compassion you know getting on the phone how can i help how can i support and all those things but at the same time when we come to as robert clancy was talking about this morning when we're talking about conscious leadership it requires those of us now to be modeling not mimicking Mm, I mean, yeah. and we, you know, I, 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 I'm keenly aware of the of, of, of a, uh, a certain amount of, of soul loss that is going on on our planet, uh, having um, such levels and connections with the shamanic aspect of my life. I'm definitely aware of that. So if I'm aware of that, and I say I love the planet and I love the earth and I. I love creation. I'm not helping that by adding to the loss, you see. I want to add vibrancy to offset the loss. And and people don't seem to sometimes believe that you can be a, a tremendous caregiver and not need to be a caretaker because when you take all of this tragedy on, then you... You've joined that level of the vibration. You can be impactful. You can pick a cause. Uh, you can give to uh, some families of Barbuda or other islands or other locations or Corpus Christi or Rockport. You have lots of things to choose from right now. You can give to the uh, animal rescue or, or whatever. You can do all of those things, but you can do it and still do it from when life goes low, we go high. And yeah. though I'm not trying to put in there any kind of political innuendo, it's just that's a great statement. When when we are facing these kind of things, it's our responsibility to get bigger and bolder and greater energetically than we have ever before. And if we're joining that lower vibration of, is this the end? Is this it? I mean, I remember being in first grade and then another time in junior high school. And there was a particular day. Um, I'm probably a lot more AIDS than you, Dia. That's starting to happen all around me, and that's okay. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you may not remember that. But anyway, um I remember that that was a day that the the world was going to end. You know, I I also, um, I do like to keep things in in perspective. And I recall, like in 1999, I was flying to London, and I was doing some speaking engagements there. And when I got there, I left here, everything was fine, the weather was fine, everything was, you know, within the the norm of uh, the culture and the environment where I live. And when I got there on one of the magazines at the newsstand, there was a picture of Florida, okay? And it said, will Florida survive? And it it had a huge hurricane icon on it. Hmm. Right? That was 1999, 1999, not yesterday, not last week, not last month, Mm -hmm. not two months ago, but it was 1999. And these, there is, there's definitely the, the realistic, real things that our earth is being impacted by now. They're real. They're not made up, but there are also levels 
that of tonality, of music, of all the other things that are in the background, that one must be aware or you become a non-thinking person and you join the reactiveness of anything mm-hmm. that we're facing. And I yes. just, we this now is not the time to get disconnected and drained. I'm not invalidating people's feelings, but now it's time to recognize the feelings and recognize the mission. Absolutely. Thank you. That's so helpful. I really appreciate it. And, you know, one of the things about the hurricanes and earthquakes, um, I've noticed this just really from the beginning of ever seeing any of that kind of stuff in my life, how beautiful people are with each other at times like that, how everybody's of service and anyone who's more needy than someone else is attended to um, whenever possible. And I just think it's a beautiful thing that that's a really another thing we can learn from these experiences is to be like that every day. And there's oh, no reason yeah. not to be. <laughs> to be like that every day. You're, you're absolutely spot on. I, I want to, I want to mention a, um, an acronym that's coming through with the comments from um, our friend Kim here. She's talking about, she has an acronym for Irma um, and it just went away. So hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it just went up in Facebook. Write it again, Kim, because the comments are, are bumping it up. Okay. Obviously there's a more profound time that we're supposed to mention that. I think, I think Dia, um, and that's all it is, is, is just, my, my thought about it is I, I think that for some people it's so complex to understand that you really, we live in a paradoxical world and we're in the both and, okay? Now, I mm-hmm. remember many years ago, many years ago, if there was a, a devastation of a hurricane or, you know, something like that that was coming in my state where I've lived for 32 years, the state of Florida, I can remember that it would be like, wow, you know, we're so glad. Oh, my gosh, it missed us. Oh, my, it missed us. And um, we're so fortunate it missed us. But now it's different. There, There's a depth about so many of us. We're so glad that it missed us, and we don't have to fake that. You understand? We don't have to t- tone that down. We don't have to less celebrate that. We can be exhilarated and at the same time, I am remembering those that have been impacted. I am remembering the others and where they are, what they must be going through and those kind of things. There's a broadening and a deepening of our consciousness now that's pretty wild. I want to give that acronym of IRMA. IRMA. I remembered my authenticity. That's, That's powerful. brilliant. Brilliant. That's brilliant. That's really brilliant, Kim. Make that a poster. You know me. I'm all about the posters. Put it on a poster and send that one off. That is uh, that is beautiful. Um, well, I had one too. It's PTSD. Praying to see divinely. <laughs> That's awesome. I noticed that online today. It's fabulous. <laughs> really, really good. Praying to see divinely. Um, I think that will help a lot of people, both of those, actually. Well, you were talking um, earlier, um, we, we made mention before we, we, when we touched base for our two minutes before we uh, went live on the show. You mm-hmm. have uh, something that you wanted to refer about uh, the heart uh, application. Yes, actually, um, I have uh, just been made aware of a beautiful app that we can get for our mobile phones. It's called One, and that is O-N-E, so spelled out, then 08, and then the word heart, the plus sign, and app. And that app, when we get it, um, and we have it on on our phones, can help us reduce stress up to 30.2%. And 
you know, there's scientific evidence behind it, and it has quantum code technology in it, and it was actually invented by a man who I believe you've had on the show, Robert Williams, who also wrote the book Love is the Power. And this 108 Heart Plus app is something that I don't think there's been a better time for it for any of us right now, because in addition to our meditation and the other things that we do to help keep ourselves calm in the midst of, you know, seeing anything on the news or experiencing what's going on in the world, I think uh, any little help we can get is very welcome. And for $1.99, I don't think I could miss out on that. So I just wanted to share that with the audience because I think um, it's a really exciting new technology that um, we can't afford not to try. Absolutely. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for that. And we. My pleasure. We love all these tools that are, you know, part of the evolution. Well, one of the things that um, I, I think you know, it was up close and personal for my family, um, for my wife, and where she grew up and everything with Katrina. You know, yeah. so mm-hmm. you know, I had a, a lot of experiences with that and, you know, what occurred or didn't occur, more importantly, what didn't occur in some of the things that happened with the Astrodome, et cetera, and, and people um, dying needlessly. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if you recall, but I guess because to me it's, it's yes, it's all living things. And, yeah. you know, I'm the person that watches the movie, and if they started out, the movie and there was a dog in the movie and then they don't ever show the dog again. I'm like trying to figure out what happened to the dog, but that's, mm-hmm. that's just me. I've been that way all my life. Um, but in that, you know, if there's one thing that I've really noticed uh, this time with the reporting and with uh, the, the news and things are the interests that are actually going into uh, saving the animals. That's really yeah. I think that's an important thing, too, that we can do for balance, and back to what you were talking about earlier, is the balance of, of, of seeing how progress has been made. Yes. You know, and, and seeing where we are becoming broader in our emotional capacity to, to have compassion, not only for people that we love, but what they love. Yes. You know? That's important when you say, I love someone. Do you love them totally if you don't love what they love? I, mm. would, I, would, uh, mm-hmm. I would have to really take that one on. Yes, that's amazing. And I completely agree with you that um, the last two, and I know going forward, you know, the hurricanes, that there has been a much greater focus in the media on the animals as well. So when people are in survival mode and their compassion levels are gigantic um, and include those other living beings, it just, it's so the way it's supposed to be, it's really beautiful. Oh yeah, absolutely. It is. It is really beautiful. Um, and you know, the thing for us is that we, um, you know, moved a lot of things in the um, in our home, and it, it was interesting. And I, I, I was actually asking the people in our community to to make note of what were their activities the week before. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of people left, and I think that that. That's an important statement, too, because of um, I know people were writing me and saying, run as fast as you can, get out of there, you know, kind of things. And I, you know, I, I recognize and give thanks that they were, they meant well, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. for, for those of us that have lived here for so long, you also understand that part of cause and effect. Because to me, again... If I'm practicing cause and effect, then because something else might be different, I'm not going to give that up. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it wasn't about not taking it serious. It wasn't about, oh, I don't have common sense and I know this could be really dangerous. It wasn't about that. It was about the fact that I didn't need to run from something. Mm -hmm. If I was going towards something... And I felt that that was the best decision to make. 
that's different than I'm running from something. You know, they told me I better get out of here. I better get out of here. Because you live long enough to know when you run from something, you usually wind up running where it is. Hmm. Beautiful. And, right? And, and, and that's the part where that's when we start to really understand. And I'm loving having this conversation with you. And is that you start to understand that we are nature. You know, yeah. and, and somebody was saying a while ago, I was meeting with them about something, and they said they were at a, a meeting in a spiritual community, and the woman said that, you know, prayer didn't have anything to do with nature. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> word. You know, hello, please. Like, but <laughs> we, are, we are nature. You know, we are made, we're all, everything is made of the same isness. It's made of the same essence, and all living things bleed red. You know, and mm-hmm. so in that in that particular space, one can use your own inner situations that you have to teach you and to help you with the fact of nature. I mean, think of the times that people have ran from a bad relationship. I got to get out of here. And then before you know it, you're in another one. And before you know it, it becomes like that one that you love. Mm-hmm. So we have this innate guidance within us that we learn to follow our own inner wisdom. And if you if you have been a person that you are just mostly influenced by others, it's never too late to start. You know, you can start today. You can start now. And with all the activity that is going on with the news, the secret to the news is always going to be Take it in small doses. Mm-hmm. Get yourself your five minutes, get current with the titles, and then go back to a balance of your life and to not immerse yourself in that in that constant energy and the tonality of everything sounds like one devastating moment after another. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Very wise. I think that's a really good recipe for uh, a happy life that's it's informed as needed. Thank you for that. Um, you know, separation is still such an issue with humanity. Um, and I wanted to talk about, you know, that there's certain religions and certain religious leaders, um, not to put anybody down, but just that, you know, teach separation um, like they're the chosen ones and others are not the chosen ones. And um, can you kind of talk about that and, you know, just give us some of your wisdom on that subject, please? Well, you know, I'm glad that you, you brought that up because I was also just thinking earlier about how Around, um, and I'm talking more specifically in the in the USA, that you know, around August, September of last year, it was like let's pick sides. And and you know me, you've known me a long time. And my thing mm-hmm. is, if the world is round, why take sides? But exactly, you know, heightened in the summer and going into the fall, it was we were picking sides. You know, well. It, I can't believe you would pick that one because that one, you know, that's the only thing that makes sense if you don't pick that one. And, you know, there were people wanting to get into these heated debates and things like that and that kind of thing. And then after after the election, I mean, even in our USA, we have so many Canadians that call the USA our home for six months. Mm-hmm. I mean, they love it here. Obviously, they do because they've chosen to live here. And, you know, they would say, well, that's just you know, you people in the USA and how you do things. And I go, you are USA people half of the year. So I'm sorry, no, you have to be, you know, you don't get to play halfway, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, you're in this too with us. But anyway, so the point is, is that for it just seems like over this past year, it's been picking sides. You know, this happened over here and that side was wrong and that group of people, they're wrong and those are, the ones and how could you possibly do that and 
I'm going to show you that I believe in oneness because I'm going to make you wrong to show you what oneness is. It's just been, you know, on and on and on and on. And the glory of the grace, and I'm, I'm not talking about uh, the, the sadness around the loss of life. I'm not talking about how it must be to not have anything when you used to own your home and blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about fundamentally the spiritual responsibility that these storms have brought forth uh, an involvement with people. Don't you mm-hmm. feel that's happening? I mean, oh, yeah. I called some of my friends in Houston, and people were there helping them from Utah mm-hmm. as volunteers. And I just find that amazing. It's just yes. we're not hearing about all that, um, but it's happening all around, yes. and it's really, it's really, it's really beautiful. But mm-hmm. we. We want to be aware, keenly aware, of not feeding off of that idea that that we are separate. Because we, if it's happening to you, Dia, it's happening to me. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, one of those, what that brings up a question for me, which is those people who are definitely... um, sensitive to this and actually feel in their body and their soul, um, you know, different feelings when various areas are either in war or, you know, just like the earthquake that happened in the two earthquakes that happened in Mexico and, you know, everything else. I know I'm noticing myself feeling something different as I'm trying to, you know, give as many prayers and blessings to everyone on earth, every living being. But at the same time, um, being sensitive, I know that, you know, somehow I have to do more to protect myself from, you know, those feelings and things that I'm seeing everywhere that, you know, are, are sort of not in alignment with the happiest part of life and, you know, just finding tools to stay protected while still being able to help as much as humanly possible. I think um, that's important. So we need to be aware and conscious and awake about all of it because we are all one and yet we also have to somehow protect ourselves so that our light will continue to shine and help everyone that needs something from us at this moment. Absolutely, and now's the time, I feel, uh, to find your tribe. You know, mm-hmm. find, if you don't know who your tribe is, then look around you and see that you have um, tribal members that are in divine likeness with you. And, and those are the people that during times like this that you check in with, you, you call into, you, you connect with, and you know that they... They are, they are with you. And I think that, you know, with, with so many changes going on and such, such a, a, a heightened uh, kind of energy, I, I know I can feel it. Um, there's times in, in my life I've been uh, in spaces that I've even felt like, oh, um, an earthquake is going to happen and I feel it's going to happen. And then I would read in the paper later on that it actually did. We are mm-hmm. really in tune more than... We even know at times we're only using such a call a small capacity of what we have, but I, I think that there's also another uh, spiritual thing that that can happen. It's like I've had people, you know, come to see me, and and they'll say to me, "I've been having this feeling that I'm going to die," and um, and I'm I'm making this short, you know, because of the purpose of the show and the amount mm-hmm. of time. That have. So I don't want you to think that I say it just like this. But after I sit with them and actually actually listen to them and all of that, then I am able to, um, I say, you know, I believe that you are dying, but you're not dying a physical death. Parts of you are dying the way you used to do things, the way you used to live or the way you've been addicted I do think that within you, that's going to die. So if somebody right now is feeling 
and you're a highly involved uh, spiritual being, and you're feeling like, you know, I'm wondering, is the world going to end? Um, spiritually, it needs to, so it can become what it's supposed to. So I'm not talking about, like, the end of the world and that we're all going to, you know, evaporate. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about energetically and spiritually some things that we have allowed to go on and on and on and on. They do need to end. We, we It's time for us to have that great wake up and start looking at distribution. Start looking, not just talking about it, but actually doing something, you know, with it. And if everybody just does a little bit of something, nobody has to do a whole lot of anything. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. I love it. Very good. So what do you think about all this, Dias Chandra? What are Dias Chandra Hunter? (laughs) (laughs) I think that you are so right on and such a huge gift to all of us. That's what I think. Um, I wonder if we have time still to chat about the four stages of spirituality. I think that might be a really nice thing to cover if we, if you think we have time to do that. Um, I think that what we want to do is we want to do another show together and we can do that. Well, that sounds yeah, fun. That, yeah, that is such a, uh, a I feel a, a great teaching for people to understand the depth of the, the four stages of spirituality that, I, I would want to uh, spend time on on all of those, and I want to do it with you because I well, I love, love that. I love connecting with you and, and and your energy, and I also want to come full circle around and 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 say that you know if if you if you aren't happy with what you know some of the evangelists are saying. Like, you know, God's mad at that country and that's why that's happening or whatever. Please don't feed that information. Please get off that list. You know, please Mm -hmm. stop viewing that kind of stuff. Now's the time to be very, very, very selective as to what you're giving your energy to and what you're paying attention to. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, coming full circle, you must trust you. Because if you don't trust you, that's you're not grounded from the place that we need you to be right now. So uh, trust yourself and and conversations and things that are going on and and postings on Facebook. Don't buy into the ones that don't feel right in your heart. Just Mm -hmm. your, your question is always, is this mine to do? And it's an ongoing thing. You know, I was just telling, uh, BB the other night, she said, well, you know, when do you catch up on all the comments and stuff on Facebook? And I say, not at night. You know, I just don't do that at the end of my day because I don't want to take all that into my my consciousness because there's mm-hmm. so much, you know. I like to peek in during the day and, and then go. <laughs> That's so beautiful. It's, a, it's an ongoing balance to each day of that a little bit of news you'll get to know enough you don't have to keep watching 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 and waiting 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 and then doses of your your spiritual practices that's Mm -hmm. what continues to make us an intentional spirit and during this time stay real close to your tribe stay real close to the people that are the lifters that you know so that you can really uh, be a great caregiver instead of a caretaker. Because remember, you can't help others by just getting down and crashing yourself. It, it's time for you to show up and step up and be holy bold. I, I love and appreciate all of you. I, I, I thank you for being intentional spirits. Um, Dia Chandra Hunter has been the interviewer today. She's a publicist in, in Los Angeles. And um, she is amazing, and we're going to put her email information within the content of this. Thank you for all your comments. Thank you all for being with us today, and we really love and appreciate you. And may God bless you on this continued amazing journey.
that we call life. Dia, you are Thank incredible. You. Thank you, Temple. You are a gift from God, and I am so blessed to be here with you and look forward to next time. Thank you so much. I do, too. Bless you, girl. Bless you, and God bless all of you listening. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach. Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. And before even beginning, have we declared something impossible? In our mind, we often picture ourselves as inadequate or consider a task too great to attain. Much of our success depends on the thoughts we hold in mind. Our experience depends even more on the persistence with which we affirm those thoughts. A wise person said, It's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the best, you very often get it. In Unity, we believe in the power of words and thoughts held in mind. If you sincerely ask yourself, how do I really think things ought to be? You may be surprised at your answer. You are destined to do great works. Expect it and see the positive changes in your world. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God. Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. 
Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear the beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. The toll-free number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa one to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.